another episode of the planet fantasy podcast this planet is inhabited with fantasy drafts of our favorite properties and characters fantasy casts of dream movies hunger games award shows and anything else we deem to be a part of our vibe on this planet fantasy rules and i am your host today and binger of the cosmos damon and unfortunately kyle is unable to join us today uh and anna h is off uh, gallivanting the streets of Canada uh, with with some friends, and so you know we have our lovely friend Ryan joining us today. Producing, how's it going, man? Hey, yeah, I'm good. Um, yeah, I guess Kyle is uh, currently stuck on the train in between uh, the bad place and the good place. So, is he heading to the medium place? You know, yeah, that's it. He's, he's going to the medium place where where we all want to go. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down to hang in the medium place. It's, it, you know, it could be worse. It could be better though. Um, so Ryan, hit us with a. You got a wreck of the week for us uh, for everybody today. Uh, ooh, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, yeah. Why not? Um, I am one of many people I'm assuming who is uh excited for Rings of Power that's coming out at the end of the week. So um, definitely gonna recommend the uh extended edition versions of uh the peter jackson lord of the rings movies just uh can't can't go wrong no matter how many times you watch them you really can't the extended is the best um i I love all the extra footage and just getting to be with the characters even that much more um i'm so ready for rings of power um for my wreck of the week, I've actually not been watching much of anything too new. I've been just watching some old TV shows, watching some movies. So I got a movie double feature wreck for you. If you're into martial arts at all, watch The Raid Redemption and The Raid 2. Um, by, you know, made by Gareth Evans, who's just, his, chore- his fight choreography is so unique and visceral and brutal. And uh, Ika Uwe is uh, the star of both of them. Joe Taslim's also in it. And it's just, it's so well done. Very, very intense. And some of the best fight scenes I've ever seen. So definitely recommend that. Um, also joining us today, we've got two awesome friends of the pod. Austin, how's it going? Uh, pretty great, actually. Yeah, it's pretty solid. How was that road trip? It was awesome. Yeah, it was great. Uh, was like sixty hours of driving total, but didn't didn't really feel like it at all. So got to see some dope national parks too. That's awesome. Which one was your favorite? Um, well, we went, uh, we went to the north rim of the Grand Canyon, which I'd never been to before. I'd only been to the south rim when I lived there. Uh, so that was probably my favorite. We went to Arches, but it was just it's so freaking hot. So. I was I was just kind of aching to get out. <laughs> and all right, what about you? What you got a wreck of the week for everybody, Austin? Um, 
well, I think two of the best shows I've seen in like a decade both just ended. Um, so if you haven't seen the rehearsal, watch it. And if you haven't watched Better Call Saul, watch it because it's I think it solidified itself as one of my top three. It's uh, it was yeah, really stuck the landing. That's what I've heard from most people who who watch the show. It's it's just as good, if not better, than Breaking Bad. And I'm I'm going to make the dive at some point this year. I feel like you know now that it's finally all there, I could take my time, but uh, but enjoy it. So I got to. Um, and also joining us today is Dre. How's it going? Pretty good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good to see you. Uh, do you have a wreck of the week for for everyone at home that you've been watching lately? Um, I've been pretty behind on most of my TV, but I would say um, I just started. I've only watched like, the first half of the first episode, but I'm already in A League of Their Own. Um, I love the movie, yeah. and I'm just totally on board with this show, so I'm really excited. Yeah. I mean, Darcy Carden, and you got Aunt Abby Jacobson. It's just such a great cast. Can't go wrong. Yeah, I, I will second that. I, I binged that show last week before all the other big ones started coming out, and yeah. I thought it was amazing. Oh, maybe that's all I'll do tonight after after some hot D, House of the Dragon. <laughs> some hot D. The, yeah. <laughs> maybe the best, uh, best name, uh, short change name for a show yet. I love it. Um, we'll talk about that show a lot more, I'm sure, in the coming weeks. Um, but today, we are here to talk about some old shows, mostly. Maybe maybe some current shows, you know, there's a couple that are worthy of the title. We are here today to talk about sitcoms, okay? This is a sitcoms draft. The best of the best of the last, what, 60, 70 years. And there's there's so many to choose from. It's going to get brutal. Um, I definitely think we're going to be fighting for for quite a few, and uh, it's going to be exciting, guys. I'm I'm ready for this. Are y'all ready for the list game? Yeah. All right. So we have decided is Anna gave us the uh, list game. It is sitcom daughters. All right. So we'll go ahead and start with Dre. We'll go to Austin. And then Ryan, and then I'll go last. Perfect. All right. My first one, Lisa Simpson. Maggie Simpson. Uh, Penny Proud. Wednesday Adams. Kelly Bundy. Uh, Alexis Rose. That's a good one. Um, DJ Tanner. Michelle Tanner. Stephanie Tanner. Uh, Jan Brady. Marsha Brady. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Cindy Brady. No more Brady's. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go Hillary Banks. Lori Foreman. Ooh. Uh, Laura Winslow. Ashley Banks. Um, Haley Dunphy. Alex Dunphy. Judy Winslow. 
I'm gonna go blank, as I always do. Um, someone got the count on me. I'm I'm gonna run out. Um, Five, four, three, two. Uh, I'll take the bell. My mind's not wanting to work. <laughs> My turn. Yes. Um, Judy Jensen. Maybe Funke. Uh, Sweet D Reynolds. <laughs> um, Pebbles Flintstone. Oh no. Um, I cannot think of uh, Jim and Pam's daughter. Yeah, I think I'm out. One. Just me and Ryan? Uh, Yup, it's drying up. Okay. Is it my turn? No, I think it's my turn. Okay. Or I don't know what is it. Damon's pointing. Yeah, it it is. I was waving at Jenny. Okay. Uh, oh. That's all. I was just waving to. <laughs> okay. Um. Does the bank account? She's someone's know. daughter. She's someone's <laughs> she daughter. is. They mentioned her parents at some point. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll allow that one. Yeah. Uh, Darlene Connor from Roseanne. Uh. Uh. Four. Three. Two. Yeah, I I'm out. Uh. All right, yep, that, that's it. Because you already had yours for that round, Dre. You are the winner of this game. <laughs> right, of course, I thought of many more once I went out, but that's just how it goes. How did you um, not think of the Belchers? <laughs> I know. I, 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 of course, Del Louise and Tina, yeah. and of course, like, Meg Griffin. Yeah, yeah. there's so many. Oh, I just, yeah. My brain was not, was not turning. My brain has just not been in uh, animated <laughs> mode. Yeah, that's true. Right, all in this live action. So, uh, Yes, speaking of, this is a live-action sitcom draft. The animated ones will be a, a separate one altogether. Dre, you're in charge here. You're, you have the power. What's the draft order? Oh, no. This is too much pressure. <laughs> and what's better? Do I want to go first? Yes. Do I, I, oh, do I want to go first? Yeah, I want to go first. I want to go first, and then... Um, let's go in like, yeah, order of how we, how we went out. Does that work? Yeah. So I'm third and Damon has the turnaround? Yeah. Always down for the turnaround. <laughs> um, all right. Unless there's any questions or anything we wanted to, to go over, we can go ahead and start. And of course, Dre, you have the first pick. Ah, what well, is the one... Overall sitcom draft. Okay, so this is always the struggle because is it personal? Is it do I go for the votes? Do I go, 
you know, whatever. But I, this is a personal one, and I will be the first to know that there are things that are problematic, and maybe the quality is not the best, but you cannot argue the cultural impact. You cannot argue the effect, like, that they have had on television and just, like, pop culture overall. Um, and then also personally, <laughs> made a great like impact on my life because when I moved to a new state for the first time and I didn't know anybody and I had no internet and I had no television, so I just put these this back when I had DVDs, put the box sets on and watched it through like probably three times because it's the only <laughs> media I had. So my first pick is very personal, um, but it's uh, I'm gonna go with friends. They were my friends. <laughs> and like I said, it's just you cannot ignore the cultural impact. And then also, like, you know, monetarily, how they negotiated as a unit, kind of like you kind of get more meta, like behind the scenes. Um, yeah, I just love Friends. And honestly, you know, if I play like a trivia, like Friends trivia game, I will win. <laughs> I know everything. Um, it's just, yeah, so it's an old favorite. It's just like a comfort blanket at this point, you know? So, Which one do you relate to the most? Probably Monica, because I'm neurotic. I'm not a clean freak, but I'm neurotic as fuck. So maybe okay, Chandler. So, all, all your books are organized by color, so that was going to be my, my color. guess. <laughs> yes. So yeah, Monica. But but you can also see, well, you see behind me, the mess of my desk is not Monica. <laughs> That's your secret closet. That's my secret closet out in the middle of my living room. <laughs> but yeah, it's probably, probably the anxiety of <laughs> Monica. Is but I love them, you know, you love them all for different reasons, and yeah, and everybody knows friends like again, worldwide phenomenon. I think it's incredible. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with that with my number one pick. You really can't go wrong with that as the number one pick. Um, I think that's that's pretty spot on there, Dre Ryan. Your thoughts on friends? I, I've heard you talk about friends quite a lot. Um, how do you feel about this being first, and was this stolen from you? Um, it was on my list. I don't know if it was stolen from me at number one, but it was on my list and, um, I'm not surprised that it got picked and I think it's a worthy number one. Um, yeah, for, for, like you said, the, the cultural impact, how successful it was, how ubiquitous it was. Um, ironically, I, I did get into friends later, um, because it, it's still syndicated on a bunch of different channels. So I caught the reruns at some point and I, I watched it a lot and I really liked it. And then I got to the point where I watched it enough that I kind of got sick of it. And so, like, I'm sort of in that phase slash, like, coming back around. Um, but I definitely appreciate it. Um, it, uh, it it does have its flaws, as, as you said, um, like a few 90 shows, um, issues with homophobia and uh, also um, being cast in New York City and somehow, like, not having any people of color in the show. <laughs> um, but, you know understanding those and factoring that in like it's, it's still incredibly successful it's a funny show um i'm a little surprised that like the main characters besides jennifer aniston didn't like get more notable roles after um but i guess that's just kind of how hollywood goes sometimes but yeah um good pick uh, worthy of number one and uh, i'm not surprised that it went early right right um austin are you a fan of friends uh, did you expect it to go this early was it on your board um let's see it was on my board i i had it 27th but that was just because <laughs> i knew i knew it was gonna get and i'm happy to talk about it uh so friends reruns were on at the same time as the simpsons reruns 
And so I would have to clip out my little Walgreens coupon my 99 cent blank VHS is so that I could tape the Simpsons because my sister had to watch friends. Uh, and so then I finally came around and started watching friends. I actually got in a lot of trouble in fifth grade because I, I used a joke from it. Uh, so then I wasn't allowed to watch it for a couple of years. <laughs> and then when I was allowed to start watching it again, my dad told me the only way that he would let me watch it is if every time the lack traff went off, I explained the joke to him, which made me incredibly uncomfortable so i didn't watch it for a while <laughs> uh but yeah it means a lot to me too it was uh my sister and i would talk about it a lot uh and i don't know if you remember they had a contest to guess uh ross and rachel's baby name and my sister got it right but really? she didn't win the lottery yeah because a lot of people got it right yeah. and like you got to go to the filming of the episode if you guessed it right but Yep, she guessed Emma, which I don't know how. Do you That's remember wild. which joke it was that got you in trouble? Um, yes. It was when they're uh, comparing the perks of being men and being women, and like, well, you can pee standing up, and I just shouted, multiple orgasms no, during class. <laughs> in fifth grade? Yep. For sure. Yep. Uh, my teacher didn't hear me, though, but a kid went up to my teacher and asked what multiple Classic. orgasms meant. And he said, where did you hear that? And I saw him pointing at me and I was like, oh, no, I got to get out of here. That little tattletale. That thing. I will Just say, had to bring it up. And... A fun drinking. My friend and I made a fun drinking game out of especially the early seasons of Friends. When anything like super 90s happened, you had to take a sip of your drink. I say sit because it's a lot. <laughs> Particularly like, you know, waiting by your answering machine or you know, mm. about facts or like all of it. Just like, oh my God, this show, this was 90s. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so highly recommend that as a drinking game. That sounds fun. Um, I, you know, I don't really think I have any personal ties to Friends. It was one of the shows that I definitely grew up watching on you know rerun syndication constantly i i had a cable for the longest time i don't think i got satellite until i was like like in high school like well into high school and you know so i just watched what i had you know we had a bunch of vhs tapes but i'd burnt those into you know non-existence by the time i was like 10 or so so you know i moved on to tv and friends was something that was just always seemed to be on especially around that time yeah. you know i was like you know 10 11 12 and it was in it's like huge heyday it was so big everyone talked about it and it really is one of the biggest i don't know if a tv show is a sitcom especially has ever been that big since friends probably i don't i don't think anything has has reached that level um and yeah i really liked it as a kid i think every time i go back to it i don't enjoy it as much so i've, I've hit the point to where i don't want to watch it because like well you know i'm at a point where i still i still like it i don't want to ruin that <laughs> so i'm good where i'm at I, I love chandler chandler was always my favorite and yeah. joey was always good for a laugh it, it was a lot of fun yeah. um just a lot of star power really good riding i actually met matt leblanc we were in line next to each other at security at lax <laughs> and i was you know in LA, you, you just you're, you have to be cool. People are just living their lives. But I was like, I cannot. I'm standing next to Joey, 
And I just kind of like, he was, we were taking our stuff off to go through security. And I was like, I'm really sorry to bother you, but I just have to tell you I'm a huge fan. I hope you have a good flight. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. You know, he was really nice, but I was like, I cannot not say something to Joey. (laughs) So did you watch all of Joey? Huh? The spinoff. Did you watch all of? Yeah. Oh, no, no. No, we, we did not. <laughs> did anybody? How the hell long did that go? How many seasons oh, it was, was it? It got canceled, I think, midway through the second season. Yeah. At least it got picked up for a second season. You know, I, you can't yeah, say. I was going to say. About everybody. Better than most Fox shows. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Friends is off the board officially. Number one. How's we going to follow that up? Ryan, we're on to you. What is your number one for the sitcom? Yeah, so um, I think this show qualifies as being pretty successful, but it's also a personal favorite for me. Um, Yeah, I got into this um, during the pandemic, actually. Um, I want to say, like, later part of 2020, I think. Um, It was a show that just, like, hooked me right away after um, some recommendations from uh, some friends and people I trust. Um, It's become, it's vaulted into my top sitcom, um, in my pantheon past another show which Mike get picked later on um, but it's it's just great and so funny and so like emotionally devastating like after the season three finale I had to just like take a break and stop watching which doesn't normally happen to me but um, yeah it's it's really it's become like my comfort show now and it's really important for me and a special someone um, and the show is the good place mm-hmm. I thought so. I had it written down already, but I was I want to make sure. Um, what do you like the most about The Good Place, Ryan? Like, what character do you gravitate to the most? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I guess Cheaty. Like, I don't have um, as much of an issue making decisions, but I definitely deal with anxiety, so I guess that's close. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, pro- probably Cheedy, um, but all, all the other characters are great too. Um, you know, Eleanor, uh, and um, I, I really love Janet. I just think um, the way, like I, um, we were talking about uh, League of Their Own, and I, I really love that Darcy Carden is able to do a different role and sort of like expand her horizons. But just like the way that she plays Janet and, and the way that the character is written, it is just so perfect. Um, and then obviously, like Ted Danson as Michael is just—he's tremendous. I agree. I mean, Ted Danson might might be the OG of sitcoms. Like he's yeah. like maybe the the one real king of them. He's since Cheers to what Arrested Development, and then Becker. went to The Good Place. What? No one watched Becker. Oh yeah, Becker. Of course, you know, can't forget about Becker. Um, I don't think I've watched that since I was a kid. I've got to say. Yeah, I would go um, back to back with Mr. King of Queens. Um, uh, Mr. Mayor. Has anyone else watched Mr. Mayor yet? No. no, I saw the trailer and I, I meant to get to it, and I probably will at some point. But what's it on? It's it's pretty interesting. Uh, Peacock. Peacock. NBC. Huh. I hadn't even heard of it. It's it's fun. You know, it's Ted Nansen's uh, new one. He's like a super old like. Uh, rich guy and he wants to become mayor to uh impress his daughter who's like you know an activist teenager who's you know really wants to 
being involved. So he does the. It's really uh, it's really different. It's I like it, but uh, I love him in the Good Place. I mean, Michael is just so so fun in the very first two seasons, and then to see him grow like he does. Um, this show is definitely one of the most emotional sitcoms. I mean, it, it deals with you know the facts of of what happens after you die and who's good and what constitutes what's good and what's bad. I love all the characters so much. I mean, Jason is an all-timer as far as the lines we get from him. He made Blake Broidles a, a household name, which is just a feat on its own right there. Um, and I just adore it. Janet, I think, is an all-timer character of sitcoms. Just, you know, Not a Girl is, is great. The, her, She was so adaptable, and I love the Janet episode. That is by far my favorite good place episode just so great um austin do you like the good place what did you think of it yeah yeah i loved it Kristen bell is probably uh sally field notwithstanding my favorite actress uh uh and yeah i love a, i love a sitcom that uh has some heart too uh, i think i i think i watched it all like as it was coming out uh but i just rewatched it like a year or two ago it's uh it's a hard one for me to binge, but I'm also glad that we get douchebag Adam Scott back because he like played his only nice character ever on Parks and Rec, and then oh, I'm glad I'm glad he's back. So good. He's not exactly a douche in Severance, I will say, but you know, yeah. it's we, it's well, we don't we don't know yet. <laughs> True, um, Dre, did you like the Good Place? Did you? Were you expecting it to go this early? Not this early. This is very high on my list. So I'm a little a little bummed because <laughs> I absolutely adore this show as well. Like everything that you guys said. And it's just it's one of those. Well, I I stand anything Mike sure does showrunner. So I'm on board. And it's like one of those I love. It's it's brilliant and also just incredibly dumb which is like my sweet spot, you know, they'll be talking about like Hume in one breath and like a fart joke in the next. And it's just, it's hilarious and it's got heart and it makes you think. And it's, I, the finale had me sobbing. <laughs> That's why I cry all the time. But, um, you know, exploring grief and like what is life. It's just, it's really, it's so well done. And, you know, not to plug another podcast on a podcast, but I highly recommend the accompanying podcast for The Good Place. It's hosted by Mark Evan Jackson, who plays Sean the judge on all high um he's a wonderful host and he has actors directors producers on the the podcast discussing the behind the scenes how the show got made and it's really really lovely and you could just see you know that everyone loved being part of it and then his like tagline on the end of the show is so he would always ask like you know tell me something good go do something good what is good and it's just it was really lovely and it's just it's like a hug so I'm sad it's not mine. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, my my computer's stupid. But yes, no, the good place is just great. Um, I always think when I think of like some of my favorite spots is just like when Janet gets rebooted. Yes. It's just like she just continuously mm -hmm. begs, please, please, don't kill me. No, no, it's okay, it's okay, I'm fine. <laughs> You're okay. Okay, I'm gonna hit it. All right. Cactuses. Please don't, don't, don't. And just the way they fall every single time, just like straight flat on their face. Um, uh, maximum Derek. Uh, mm. 
Jason Manzukis. Perfect use of Jason Manzukis, like just enough of like his weirdness. Like I lost my shit when he was drinking a martini and it was just olives. And what his penis is a wind chimes. So stupid. It's so funny. Um, oh, Cheedy. Cheedy's just like meltdown. His just existential crisis with the uh, his delivery. The peeps and the chili. We put the peeps. Just, the chili. Just beautiful. <laughs> yes. Yeah, delivery of that. Well, that broke me. Was like my, my favorite part. Well, me, baby. Also, when you find out the the way that each of them died and how Cheedy is just like can't decide anything, and so he gets crushed by a falling air conditioning. <laughs> That's, that's, cool. that that's my nightmare. Just the way. <laughs> That'd be terrible. Um, oh, man. But yes, I'm very glad The Good Place went. I think it's it really is one of the better shows I've seen in the last few years. Um, and I like that they ended it where they did. You know, it didn't get stretched out. They, they knew what they wanted to do. Um, and I mean, really, season, the season one series, like season finale twist, just like... Did anyone see that coming? Because I didn't watch it in real time. But like when I watched it, I was like, what? I was like, that's no. That that was just, that really made the show at first, I thought. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. For sure. And then that they, they kept it going, and it was worth worth it after that. It's really what makes the show so special. I mean, yeah. Sure's just so good at what he does. Um, you ready to move on? All right. We are heading away from the good place. Back to Austin. What's going to be your first pick? Uh, all right. This, you know, obviously difficult decision. Went. I had seven that I wanted to pick, uh, and I couldn't decide. <laughs> um, and then I just kind of thought, you know what? Pound for pound is like the funniest show I've ever seen. Uh, it is a show that I I did not get when I when it came out when I was thirteen. Uh, but my sister loved it. Uh, and then I only had the season two DVD. Didn't have season one, didn't have season three. So I just watched season two a bunch and then fell in love with it. Uh, and there's always money in the banana stand. I'm going with the rest of development. Uh, yes. I think like the first, I'm glad they did a reboot. Cause it's like, I'll, I'll always take more of something I love. Uh, and I thought, the way that they tied it all in at the end was great, but I think the first three seasons are just like perfect. Uh, and yeah, launched the careers of a lot of different people. We got Michael Sarah uh, because of it. And yep, so rest of development. What do y'all think? I mean, yeah, Dre, what are your thoughts on rest of development? Do you like it? Do you think I it was going to get picked this early? great great pick and it's one of those like i'm just like as like my brain is thinking of like all the hilarious the characters you know you get twice Fuke, the the memes the like phrases i say all the time like i quote lucille bluth a lot so i don't know what that says about me <laughs> <laughs> you know? like just yesterday we were like well how much is a banana twenty dollars um <laughs> or go see a star war like it's just <laughs> It's, yeah, it's one of those, it's so funny, it's so well done, it's so smart, and well written, and, yeah, the more you watch it, the more you pick up, 
which is a thing I love. And it, it has stood the, you know, the, the test of time as well, I think. Um, I haven't watched the newer seasons. I know the first three, like it's, yeah, there's always money in the banana stand. <laughs> yeah. It's a great pick. It really is. I mean, and actually, I didn't even watch it until the pandemic started. Um, oh. I just never gotten around to it. I heard about it. Uh, and I only actually got around to watching the first three seasons. I don't think I got any any further. And it sounds like I made the good choice. That first season was was really, really good. Just like I could have watched just the first season and really be like, OK, yeah, that's I think those are definitely most of my favorite parts. Job. I love Job. <laughs> just um he's great i love the just the relationship between um the whole family and their their significant others it's just really different really awkward just a lot of quiet silent uh comedy which i think you know is when done right it's just great um the banana stand is just fantastic um i you know it definitely wasn't on my list i just i have a connection to a lot more other shows but I definitely see why people like this show so much. Uh, now that I finally got around to watching it, um, Ryan, did uh, did you expect this to get fit, picked in the first round? Was it on your list? Uh, it was not. Um, I'm not super familiar with the show. I, I've seen a few episodes here and there, but <clears throat> not a lot of them. But what I have seen is funny, and I know it's super popular, so I'm not surprised that it went early. Um, it's just not one that, like like you said, I haven't gotten around to it yet, really. Um, but I hope that I do at some point. So, Yeah, right, I, right. I mean, obviously um, I recommend it, but... <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so, if, if you're getting it first. Um, what What's your favorite part of Arrested Development? Like, if you could recommend one episode or, or just, like, your favorite gag joke about it. Oh, jeez. Honestly, just, like, all of the foreshadowing that you wouldn't even expect to be foreshadowing. Uh, like, I don't want to ruin anything, but the, the whole the whole seal bit, like when Buster <laughs> is using the crane machine to try to get a seal, and then it's a loose seal, and uh, all that is great. And just anytime he says, I'm going to play Army, uh, is one of my favorites. My buddy of mine is still in the Army, and every time he has to go away for a week, I'll just tell everybody that he's going to play Army. Uh <laughs> Buster Bluth is one of my favorites. Buster is yeah. just... The, actually, I'll tell you, my favorite bit was... It might have been in the new season. Um, Lucille is on house arrest, and she can't leave her apartment to even go out on the balcony, but she also can't smoke in her apartment. So she, she was smoking a cigarette, and then she would turn and exhale into Buster's mouth, and he would take all the smoke in his mouth and run out on the balcony and exhale. <laughs> and he just kept doing that back and forth Wait, until God. he got lightheaded and passed out. <laughs> Sounds oh, like Buster, yeah. That's great. Walter. Oh. <laughs> uh, arrest development, third one off the board. Um, and before we start the turnaround, we're going to go to our first quick break. And we're back. Hey, y'all. And we're just talking sitcoms, the best sitcoms, our favorite sitcoms, the ones that we we just love to talk about. And I'm on the board, fourth pick of the first round. And, well, I'm very happy to say that the one I wanted is still there. And I'm going with the Bill Lawrence sitcom of the 2000s, Scrubs. 
I'm no Superman, man. Um, I I adore Scrub so much. I've talked about it before on the show. It's one of my favorite bromances, okay? The moment the pilot starts and you see JD and Turk on screen together, it's there. The, the chemistry, who they are together, everything about them is there already. And then you just learn more and more about them and you just love them and everything. I mean... The musical, need I say more? Their their song together is, is beautiful. It's it's so great. They just get each other. And then everything else about the show just makes it even better. I mean, Dr. Cox is I could listen to him go on a tangent and on a rant all the time. Like it's it's easily one of my favorite things about the show. And it's just fantastic. I love him. Um you have the janitor in JD's war against each other throughout the entire series just adds a nice little touch elliot reed and her physical comedy is just next level i love her and just you know her she just had really great stories with everybody she really had good chemistry with pretty much everyone on on screen carla and turk love the one of my favorite relationships that there is you know they just work so well together and i just love the show i mean one of my favorite things of a show is when you get like not hallucinations, but you know, you, you dive into their minds and just JD's just daydreams are easily so great. His Bambi one, hysterical. Okay. Um, the Sanford and Sons one, it's just, I could go on and on, but the show's just really relatable while being so absurd one moment and then making you cry and super sad the next. And if, if you watched it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Not to mention one of the most accurate medical shows ever made, which is great. It's just awesome that that it's it's that, you know. And I just love watching these characters grow all throughout the seasons. One of my favorite series finales because that last season didn't happen. And that's all there is to it. It, it was a spinoff. It was not Scrubs. A teaching and, hospital? <laughs> what, what, what season um, is this? I don't know. But, I mean... And watching just rewatching Scrubs, I watched rewatched it last year, and how much I related to the characters and what they were going through, especially at times with 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 JD, it was just like wow, this hits so much more watching it as an adult than watching it you know growing up as a kid, because as a kid you're just like laughing because of all the funny jokes and how ridiculous it is, and now you're watching it growing up, you're like oh, I know what that's like, I've I've been there, this is. This is sad and, and really painful, but also hilarious. So I I had to get Scrubs while I was on the board. That's just one of my favorite shows of all time. I, I adore it. Um, Austin, was that on your list? Uh, you thought yeah, I was going to go Sunny. So. That was my next pick. I If I had really been thinking, I, I would have picked it first. I was just, I, I wasn't thinking. Yeah, great pick. That's been uh, one of my favorites since it was on. I remember... I, Watching it while it was on TV. Uh, I love Neil Flynn. I love, yeah, everything about it. I I don't I didn't have the appreciation for Kelso uh, as a kid, but now it's like, yeah, I think he might be the funniest character in the whole thing. Well, who you know again, so quotable and like, who has two thumbs and doesn't give a crap? <laughs> this guy, <laughs> you know, or just oh, people are chocolate coated bastards with the chocolate filling like it's just 
It's so good. It's one of my favorite shows to rewatch too. And it's again, one of those where I think that they do such a good job of balancing the emotions. You know, you have, like you said, the ridiculously absurd, the whole Brendan Fraser one with the, you know, that with Dr. Messed me up, (laughs) but like, please do it. Like, it's so good. Oh, it's so funny. And yeah, it's relatable while also being just totally ridiculous. And I, I love it. It's a good, it's a good pick. Thank you, thank you. I mean, Ted, like just the supporting characters, mm. Ted and Nurse Shirley. Shirley with her like bowling shoe side hustle. That was that was just great, just great stuff. Uh, Ryan, was this on your list? Uh, it was. Um, I, I do like the show. Um, I don't think I like it quite as much as like you or Kyle Damon. Um, but I definitely um appreciate it. I think it's a good pick, and uh, I'm. Also, not at all surprised that you chose it as your first pick. So, I also love yeah, that a lot of I the extras become characters. Yeah. Right. Right. And like they have ridiculous uh, names too. You know. Mm-hmm. Colonel also, Doctor. Huh. Colonel Dr. Doctor Beard Fassay. <laughs> the um, fact that Mick Head ends up killing his wife. Right. Like three different times. <laughs> and the Todd. God. Um, the Todd high five. High five. <laughs> so high five. Um, and of course, one of the best things ever, Turks dance. Okay, oh. just to poison the poison dance is yeah. is a meme. You know, it became a freaking Fortnite dance. It was just the best. Um, I think Turk is my favorite character too. I don't know. Well, Turk or Doctor Cox. I think as a person, definitely not Doctor Cox, but. Uh, as a character, he's just, he, I think he adds a special something to the show. He just adds more attention. He adds that, he was like Dr. House before House, you know, yeah. and just get, just making everyone mad, but he was usually right. I, I, I loved him. Um, yeah. I, I'm very happy that I got that. So, um, all right. If we're ready, I'm going to go with my second pick for the turn. And once again, very happy that this was not picked yet this is one that i just i could rewatch over and over again i think this may be my my favorite or second favorite ensemble as in like every character a part of that main ensemble i just i really really enjoy watching and the chemistry they have with everyone else is just fantastic setup is great the jokes the chemistry it's just who's that girl? It's Jess. It's it's new girl. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. A lot. You know uh, it. Okay. It's true uh, American. <laughs> JFK. <laughs> um, <laughs> I still have not played a game of true of, of that yet. Okay, and I really want to, even though I don't even like drinking. I want to play one. Um, created by Elizabeth Merriweather. It ran, I believe, 2011 to 2018. Um. I was, I, you know, I was in college when it started, and it's just, I was already a big, big fan of Zoe, and so I was like, oh, of course I'll watch this, you know. I didn't know anything about anyone else, uh, you know, that first pilot. You saw, oh, Damon Wayans Jr. is in this. That's cool. Then we don't see him again for a couple of seasons, which I think is for better. That's honestly worked out for the show. Yeah. Um, I mean, you get people like Nick Miller who I, unfortunately, am way too similar to of a person. Nick Miller, Nick, Nick Miller. <laughs> Never did anything. <laughs> you don't think 
turtle face isn't Moonwalk. I don't know what you're talking about. The Moonwalker himself. Yeah, well, really, just, that just means you should move to Chicago. He doesn't have anything, uh, you know, going on in his life. I, I loved watching him grow into this just this person who had a box of bills, just, just <laughs> box of bills in his closet, <laughs> just oh, refused to do anything about it. To like, you know, being being grown up with a you know with a kid and stuff, just like or you know wanting to have a kid. I just I love the growth. I thought Jess. A lot of people don't like the character of Jess. I think she's so relatable. She's, you know, she's goofy and awkward and, you know, she's just who she is. And she was a tryhard, you know. She just definitely was super fun and I thought was a really great spoil to everyone else. Like I said, Nick is the curmudgeon. Schmidt is my favorite douchebag of all time. Just (laughs) all day. You know, all day. <laughs> um, the douchebag jar is just classic. I would argue that his romance with Cece is just as important to the show as Nick and Jess. Um, without that, I don't think it's as successful. Cece becoming a part of the group is one of my favorite things. You know, Cece and Winston's a uh, mess around, <laughs> <laughs> which gets me to Winston, who's just like. Pranks! Prank Sinatra! I just, I love Winston. Um, and, you know, it's weird because the whole journey of Winston as a character, he was so, he was just kind of there at first, and they really gave him a whole bunch of different stuff to do. Hated that he became a cop. Why do they always have to do that to a character in a sitcom? Um, just one of them always has to. It just happens. But I loved him and Allie. Just... It's just such a fun show. I love spending time with them. All the jokes, for the most part, I thought were very relatable and hit. The relationships are very relatable. I think the cooler, you know, where we get the first game, you know, the game of True America, and we get the first kiss between, you know, spoiler alert, hopefully if you're watching, you know, listening, you at least have uh, heard about this, you know, between Nick and Jess. It's just... That's one of my favorite episodes of anything. Just so much tension and chemistry. I, I love this show. I want to rewatch it. I do rewatch it a lot. And uh, I love it, you know. So, did anyone else have New Girl on their list? Yep. Dre? Yeah. Oh, why am I raising my hand? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Very up high, and I'm bummed. Same. I don't know if anybody else. I yell youth, <laughs> like, on a daily basis because... Uh, Schmidt is one of the best characters. <laughs> but it's just, it's a lovable show. I love them all. It's, like, again, to be, like, a feel-good show, it's one of those I can put on the background and watch, you know, over and over again. It's so fun. I, I also, again, I love the development of the characters. I also like Jess. I like Jessica Day. We both wear glasses. You know. <laughs> the only time I dislike Jess is the bag of meth. That's the one where I'm just like, nope, that's unforgivable. That 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 like the whole thing is just like, no, absolutely not. I, we wouldn't be friends anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, mine is when she has the restraining order and she keeps ignoring it. I'm like, that's against the law. Oh. Um, the doctor, yeah, doctor Sam. Like, girl, get out of his car. <laughs> you got to have sitcom characters cross the law, cross yeah. boundaries, or else why have them exactly. be a sitcom character? You know, exactly. we got to have stuff happen. Yeah. Um, Austin, so what's your favorite thing about New Girl? Who do you relate to? Well, I relate to Nick Miller, obviously, from Chicago. 
loves Elvis. He's a drunk, wants to be a writer, but he's 32 and has done absolutely no writing. <laughs> That's, you know, nailed it. Uh, I also, I, I, I've loved Lamorne Morris, honestly. So there was a Bud Light commercial that he was in. And I remember watching it and just going, that guy's fucking funny. Uh, and then the next thing I saw him on was New Girl, like seven years later. Uh, so that was great. Um, and I'm glad that Coach left also because he went to a different show that I also think is very, very good. Um, and uh, Schmidt was also, I knew him from Veronica Mars, where we played the exact opposite kind of character. Uh, so, yeah, I loved everybody on it, but Nick especially. There's a whole website that'll have like Nick Miller quotes formatted like uh, inspirational posters. And my favorite one, because I think about it all the time, is just, I'm not convinced I know how to read. I think I've just memorized a lot of words. <laughs> ah, I love his confessions. Oh. <laughs> Old sweat back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when he's just like sweating. and keeps sweat back. Oh, yeah. I love Jake Johnson. Oh, man. So I could watch him in anything. I, I love that he's, he's the career that he's had after this show. It's been so good. Um favorite side character everybody or, or ryan really what did you think of new girl you said it was on your list as well um who did yeah, you lean I, towards who was your favorite character yeah so i i think everybody has had good picks so far but this was the first one that really hurt that i missed out on um yeah i mean i okay so as far as liking I, cc might be my favorite I, I just think she's a great character um Relatable wise, it's definitely more just like I am absolutely incredibly awkward and uh, try hard at times. So uh, I can definitely relate to that. Um, I mean, you guys have all talked about like all the great parts of the show and, and the great characters and everything. Um, one of the things that stands out to me besides everything you guys mentioned is the cameos. Like I love the um, CC's wedding where her fiance runs off with Taylor Swift. And then um, the Prince episode is one of the best sitcom episodes I've ever seen. Like, it's just, it's so yep. good. Their reaction to him? Mm-hmm. Where they're just sitting on the bench, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And, I mean, you, you had people like Jamie Lee Curtis as, you know, Jess's mom and, and everything and like Rob that. And Rob Reiner. Yeah, uh, Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner. He's a dad. Justin Long is one of the boyfriends. I mean, Genslinger. Tran. Uh, R.I.P. Um, oh my God. I love Tran. What's his name? Josh. Uh, uh, Gad. Bearclaw. And I'm a gay Um, I, I love Sam. I, I like that actor, uh, David yeah. Walton. I always like everything he's in. He, he was one of my favorite uh, supporting characters. It's just, it's such a, oh, Robbie. Robbie was Robbie. a weird thing, a weird choice. Yeah, you know, they're cousins, you know. <laughs> just, they decided to go that route. That was an interesting one. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm very glad I got New Girl. So thank y'all for that one, guys. Um, that is the turnaround. That means we're back to Austin keeping the second round going what do you got for us man nervous now okay um 
All right, I have I wrote this one down and it's second on my list, so I guess I got to pick it with my second pick. Uh, this is another. It, I think it gets funnier the more I watch it. Which the first time I watched it, it was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. Uh, it holds up shockingly well as long as you don't think of the main character as a hero because she's not supposed to be. Um, I'm going with Thirty Rock. Yep. What do you like about Thirty Rock? What's what's uh, what's one of your favorite characters? Like, it's just what's what makes it so funny to you? Uh, well, Tracy Morgan, I think, is just the absolute funniest. Um, he's great. It was the first thing I had ever seen Jack McBrayer in, and he was immediately just like, the the funniest person on screen to me. Uh, someone that can have that much like nervous positive energy is hilarious to me. Um, uh, yeah, the fact that this is kind of like what launched Donald Glover to he was like 20 writing for this while he was at NYU. Uh, um, yeah, I love Scott adds it, honestly, and all the cameos, too. It had an incredible cast, obviously, because of where it was filmed. That helped a lot. Uh, yeah, this one hurts. <laughs> this was my number two. This all right, good. A lot. Liz Lemon oh, is one of the all-time characters. I love Liz Lemon and Jack Donaghy's, like, their their relationship together. Again, the quotes, working on my night cheese. I say it all the fucking time. <laughs> um, uh, it gave us, to me, one of the best, like, in-universe songs that ever happened. And that's uh, Werewolf, Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. Yeah. Boys Becoming Men men becoming wolves um it's just it's so good i'm so this is my number two uh mine too son of a damn that, that's gotta hurt things are, are getting heated things are getting stolen Ugh, throwing off my game oh. here so good Oof. brian what say you was it on your list was that what your next pick was going to be as well it was not going to be my next pick. Um, sorry. This is another one where I haven't seen a ton of the show, um, but what I have seen, uh, I, I really enjoyed. That was really funny. Um, and I am uh, excited to watch more of it. Um, and yeah, it was, it was, it was low on my list since I haven't seen a lot of it, but yeah, I, I know it's a, it's a good pick. And it's a, a good show. The fake shows that they come up with, I think are, it's, mind-blowing because so many shows that are created now are like oh that would that's that's a 30 rock universe show like that yeah. that would have been something that they floated because gm was running out of money or general g g not gm yeah well i i have to say was that Jerry? i said was it gm well he was in charge of oven oven it was poker. general electric <laughs> general because they, they came up with they had to come up with the third heat yeah. Uh, um, well, I think I've watched a total of two episodes of this show. So, oh, I'm so excited I, for you. you know, I don't have. To, I mean, I I don't know. I didn't really enjoy it all that much, but it's only two episodes. This was like, I don't know, six six years ago or something like that. I don't know. I just never had the desire to watch it. Really, I, I'm sure one day I'll I'll put it on and give it a go. But I just never really had the biggest desire to watch it. You know. But, you know, 
just knowing that y'all like it so much definitely puts it higher up on the list that I will inevitably watch one day. Uh, yeah. I mean, the fact that it was both of your number twos is is pretty pretty big right there. So I gotta watch it one day. Yeah, so. give it give it a shot. All right, I will. I will. Um, that's Arrested Development in Thirty Rock for Austin. That means we're back to Ryan for his second pick. He had the good place. What are you gonna pair with that? I did. Uh, Jesus is tough. Um, okay, I. I'm deciding between two Larry David vehicles, uh, and I guess I'm going to go with Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, it's, it's a tremendous show. Uh, I I don't always love awkward humor, which is kind of ironic, seeing as how as I myself am incredibly awkward. But um, I, I think uh, Curb just just nails it perfectly um, with Larry and Richard Lewis and and JB Smoove and Jeff Garland and just like all the uh, the ridiculous um, situations that he finds himself in and uh, how those get resolved or, or don't get resolved and he just ends up in a, a terrible situation for himself. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a show that um, I also got into late, but um, I, I really loved that I, I did start watching and uh, it's just it's really good and really funny. I got to say, I don't think I've seen one episode of, of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, this and this is one I just never. I don't think I've ever even had a chance for the longest time to watch. It was what on HBO, I think, right? Yeah. And so you know, I, I finally had HBO the last couple of years, so no excuses there. But I just, I don't know. I've I've not been the biggest fan of Larry David, but I feel like it now would be the time where I would enjoy and appreciate Larry David. So I, I feel like I would probably. I'm more interested in watching Curb Your Enthusiasm than than Thirty Rock. I'll, I'll definitely say that. So, it feels like my more more my kind of humor. Um, what about you, Dre? Are you a fan of Curb? I've also never seen an episode, but I can recognize its greatness, and I know people who love it. It's just that's not my style of humor generally. But I do recognize mm-hmm. the meme where they like they add the Curb music to ridiculous situations, and it makes it like a million times better. Um, but. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think it's. I don't know. It's one of those. I should probably. I should probably watch it. So, it's you know, it's on my list. <laughs> the, the list. The list. <laughs> what about you, Austin? Yeah, Are I love you a it. Fan of Curb? Uh, I didn't have HBO for the longest time, but a friend of mine in college just kept quoting the scene uh, where JB Smooth telling him to uh, get up in that ass and spray paint. Larry was here. Uh, and so I watched it after that, and yeah, it's, it hooked me immediately because that's exactly my kind of humor. Is like the guy who's clearly an asshole, but insists he isn't being an asshole for like reasons that logically, yeah, make sense. But he's also clearly being an asshole. That's uh, in my wheelhouse. It's a lovely wheelhouse. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Dre, you mentioned um, the the meme where they add uh, the curb music to different situations and. I think the best version that I've seen is at the end of Game of Thrones, um, where Jamie shows up to Winterfell and then you see yeah. the man in the wheelchair and they're just staring yeah. at each other. <laughs> then they fire up the music and uh, it's just perfect. 
that's a good I, I love that. Um, oh that's some great music, I gotta say. Um, okay, <laughs> Curve is off the board. Um, Dre, we are back to you. Your second okay. pick was is, is gone. It's gone. You can't get it. So what's the alternative? What you got? Well, I'm very, very glad this one was not taken. Um, I believe it's another... Uh, Mike sure show. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Um, and it started off a little bit rocky, in my opinion, because I think they were trying to find out, figure out who they were. Uh, but it, to me, has given us one of the best characters of television history. Um, I love her. Uh, my choice is Parks and Rec. Yeah. <laughs> Leslie Nope. I just, how like Amy Poehler created such an upbeat, earnest, kind of ridiculous, like over the top character, but you still love her. She still has flaws and, you know, you don't get tired of them. Of course, the pantheon of characters (laughs) in this show, Ron Swanson, one of the all time greats, Um, April Ludgate, love her, Uh, Andy Dwyer, uh, Poor Jerry Gary. <laughs> and then, of course, Ben Wyatt, Adam Scott being the nice guy, and you just love him so much. And somehow you don't get sick of Chris Traeger. Literally, <laughs> the greatest show. Um, and then, uh, of course, sweet, beautiful, uh, noble land mermaid, um, Ann Perkins. Like, it's just, it's so good. It's so sweet. It's, you know, I love. Uh, like the dynamic between all the characters and the earnestness and it's just it makes me happy again it's one of my comfort shows it makes me laugh it always like always makes me laugh and it I got into it a little bit later I think I didn't start watching it till like the fourth season Uh, but then I was just hooked and I mega fan I'm really I love I think they nailed the final episode the finale which is Difficult to do, I think. So, um, yeah, I'm very excited. Parks and Rec is my number two. Yay. <laughs> That's a great one. Ryan, was this on your list? Uh, were you going to draft it? It was. Uh, this was on my list. Um, I- I'm not sure if I was going to draft it, um, but it was definitely in consideration. Uh, I-, I do really love the show. And, um, yeah, I, I'm also a, a Mike Sure stand, so um, I enjoy most of his uh, vehicles. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really good, and I, I'm definitely not surprised that it was taken, and I, I think it, uh, it's definitely worthy to go in this draft. What about you, Austin? Are you a fan of Parks and Rec? Yes, very much so. Yeah, it was up on my list. Um, all of the characters, all secondary characters it's another show where like i probably wouldn't find any of them in real life except maybe april uh (laughs) but yeah it's a it's a wonderful show i love uh i think my favorite part is just anytime ron swanson giggles uh and the entire snake juice episode is like burned in my mind of him just dancing Oh, that's it. John Raffio doing his little rhymes and like. <laughs> and going one word too long. The little, the one line where he's like, they're supporting Tom Haverford, who I, I didn't mention. He's like, I'm here supporting my boy, Tom, because the snake juice is delicious. <laughs> Mostly, no, like her delivery of just like, well said. <laughs> it, just, it kills me. 
I love John Ruffio. They use him just enough where it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really, I love this show. Um, I actually did not finish it until this year. Yep. Um, so let's see, let's rewind back. What was it? 2014. I was with my uh, girlfriend at the time and uh, she had started it and without me. So I don't think I had seen the first three and a half, two and a half seasons. Okay. Where I started, Ben was already a part of the show and everything. And it was, you know, like they knew what they were. And I was like, yeah, this, this is good. This is fun. I like this. And then it got to, you know, the, the delay for the last season. And then I had never watched the last season. Uh, we had broken up and I never got around to watching it. And then, um, you know, come around this year, I was like, okay, I'm finally going to watch Parks and Rec. Everyone just, you know, talks so much about it. I need to watch the beginning. I need to watch the whole thing. And, you know, I was kind of hesitant because everyone says the first season is very, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even remember that dude's name because that dude doesn't matter. Mark but I'm glad they got rid of Paul. Yeah, that dude. Yeah. Um, I'm really glad they they traded him out for two of my favorite characters. <laughs> Just they made the show, show so much better. Um, I, and I love Tom. Tom is a really fun character. Yeah. It, it's just a really warm and fun show, you know. Um, I hate when they 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 dog on my guy Gary Jerry. That's my guy. Don't okay. He was living the best life, and they they just hated they just hated on him. And I like Ben and everything. I loved Ron. I loved how sneakily of a good person Ron was. He just never wanted anyone to actually know it. He just wanted to be that curmudgeon, but like he would always end up giving a really pe- good piece of advice and it's like, you know, would do something really good, but then like hide it because like, no, I can't. Nope. No one needs to know. I, I love when uh, he got the clicker for his doors. He's like, he's like, this is the best <laughs> present ever. It's like, do you have a landmine on your desk? That that's, that's a great one. Um, just, just really fun and unique show. Just the whole, the, like the storylines were so mundane and just, it's really what made the show. I, I just really had a good time. Leslie Nope is a definitely an all time character. And so is Ron Swanson. So to have two all timers, that's hard to do. Um, really happy. I finally watched this. Not to mention Rashida Jones is a goddess. So I had to say that. Um, but Parks and Rec, any any other thoughts on Parks and Rec? Just never oh. would have thought that I would like something that takes place in Indiana. True. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it did that. It definitely made it a, an entertaining place. Um, I loved how the townspeople just turned on Leslie also. That, oh. that was one of my favorite parts. <laughs> and like, I yeah. hate her. In the show where they keep them going, like, in the through line, it's like some of those extras are there for, you know, all all of the seasons. Or, like, the woman who's like, there was a side poster that I shouldn't drink the water, and I made tea with it. Like, it's just, it kills me. Oh, God, it's so good. Yeah. Um, the writing on that one was always uh, terrific. Yeah. It really is. Um, all right. That is Dre's second pick, Parks and Rec, t- also with Friends. That's pretty strong right there. It's going to be hard to beat, I think. So so let's see if we can do it before we get to Ryan's next pick. Let's take a break. Hey, y'all, and we're back. And Dre just drafted Parks and Rec to go along with friends. And I was mistaken. I forgot about the turnaround. How dare I? Uh, Dre, you have another pick. 
What you got? Yes, can't deprive me of my pick. Okay, so this one is a little bit out of left field. Um, there's, it's so difficult. There's so many to choose from, and I'm kind of going with a little bit, of, like a tiny bit of a theme, um, sort of. But this one is, it's keeping with government, but in spirit, you kind of can't get like as different as like as possible than you can with like Parks and Rec. This may be like the opposite a little, still hilarious, um, but I would not call it good-hearted. <laughs> uh, my choice is Veep. <laughs> I know it's a little bit out there and maybe not, but I, it was, when it was on, it was just one of those, like, I, I loved it. Selena Meyer, well, Julie Louis-Dreyfus just in general is, I think, one of our greatest comedic actresses. Like, when she's in anything, she's fantastic and she's been in, she's had, like, I think, like, a, a crazy enviable career, like, people would kill for her career, <laughs> but she's just so talented and I, like, the Again, it was so ridiculous, so over the top. There, the there's filthy sailor mouths cracked me up, and you know the the idea. You know, you're in these like great halls of power, and they are absolutely <laughs> powerless and ridiculous. And maybe it was a little too on the nose the last few years, um, <laughs> but it just to me, it's one of those. And like also Tony Hale um, as her like like lackey and you know and then also when they won all the all the awards um i just it's one of those like i i absolutely love veep so like i said a little out of left field but i'm kind of sticking to like a like i you know like strong females <laughs> i like it so that's my choice i i think that's a really strong pick i mean <laughs> Isn't it, I think it's one of the more critically acclaimed comedy sitcoms there really ever is. Um, I only had just started recently watching it, um, so I've only seen a couple episodes. But it is—it's very funny, very sharp, and a very certain kind of humor. It's just like, oh wow, they're really like very satirical. I feel just—it's—it's it's got a vibe. Um, I, I dig it so far. Uh, Ryan, have you seen it? I have not. Um, and I, it's yet another show that's on my never ending list to eventually watch. Um, but, uh, I, I also love, uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I, I think she's hilarious and she's in a couple other shows that are on my list that may or may not get picked. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I do hope to check it out at some point. Um, but, uh, every, from every person I heard that has seen it has said it's hilarious. So. Austin. Yeah, it was very high up on my list. Uh, I thought it was like it was a very, very good show, very crisp. And then they introduced Sam Richardson, and it just became like the funniest nonstop. Uh, he his character in Veep is one of my favorite characters of all time. Uh, he's unbelievable. Uh, Tony Hale is great. Um, Gary Cole is great. Uh, Jonah Ryan. Yes, yeah, Jonah is perfect. It's yeah, it's a spectacular cast. I love Matt Walsh and everything he does. Yes, uh, he's usually just like kind of in one episode of every sitcom. So I was glad he got his shot to just kind of. And Anna Klumski, like I know her from My Girl. Yeah, like that's really all I know her from. And so she he needs his classes in this role. <laughs> so good. Oh. 
Well, I'm, I'm glad it got picked. I, I felt like it definitely deserved to with how much I've heard about it. And those first few episodes are very strong. Um, I mean, Dre, I think, has has the winning board so far. So let's let's see if we can keep, you know, fight against that. Ryan, what do you, what do you got for the people? What's your third pick? Ooh. Yeah, these, these have all been good, and yet it's still hard because there's still a lot of good um, shows out there. Uh, I guess I will go with um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, it's just been one of my favorites consistently since I got into the show, which, uh, unlike me, was fairly soon after it came out. Um, and I thought it was it was a funny show in the first season, and then uh, they added Danny DeVito as Frank Reynolds, and then it just really took off from there. And it's just um, been a main scene for me. Uh, it's it's so funny all <laughs> and it, it was one of the first shows um that i really noticed that like i'm like oh i like i don't like any of these characters like the, the characters are great but like i don't like any of the people um <laughs> i would not want to spend time with them um there are some other sitcoms that i've seen now that i'm like oh yeah no these, these are people are all awful but uh it's always seen that sunny was the first one that really there, there's definitely no heroes there, and um, you, you have this weird, like, you're not really rooting for them to, to succeed, um, but you're just sort of, like, invested in the characters at some point. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a really good one, and uh, that's my next pick. One of the longest as well, and yeah. still oh, going. Yeah. Hmm? I think it is the longest-running sitcom, like, um, non-animated. Oh yeah, I think I think so. Um, I can't think of one that beats it. So I, it, what's going to season fifteen now? I believe is this year. It is coming out pretty soon. Wow. Um, whew, Austin, you thought I was going to draft it, but uh, <laughs> it is drafted now. What are your thoughts on Always Sunny? Yeah, that's a that's a phenomenal pick. Uh, Danny DeVito is great. I've always loved Charlie Day. Uh, the the older I get and the more Dennis's I meet the more I realize how perfect he is. Uh, <laughs> at first, I just kind of was like, okay, so he's just like the, like, I viewed him as the straight man early on, and then kind of rewatching, like, oh, no, I just had no idea what they were doing with him <laughs> uh, until you get to the dentist system. It's like, oh, he really, he's just a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. I'm still out of dentists, believe me. <laughs> a golden god. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Charlie McDennis is just untouchable uh charlie mcdennis is like those two episodes together are just so fun it's just so bizarre watching them play this game that apparently like they played before and the fact that they wanted to play again just like mind-blowing <laughs> um and just poor d is honestly the tagline of this show <laughs> poor d um just god the, the shit that she goes through and then like she she then you find out like she kind of just almost asked for it at it's like no d stop it um i i wrote down things about each character and it's, i think i ended up saying charlie's my favorite because he's pretty much the least harmful which isn't saying a lot because they all are terrible okay but he just likes to you know huff on paint and and stalk the waitress he's relatively <laughs> um wild card was, Wow, Connor. <laughs> um, Dennis is, of course, the golden god who's untethered, whose rage knows no bounds. He, he's just 
a narcissist who, who, who like not only films all of his uh sexual conquests as he likes to call it the dentist system is just certain just he's and like the, some of the new episodes all the episode where he where he gets covid is unhinged <laughs> it is it's unhinged. so good so good and that's the thing the show still has really good episodes um yeah. i don't think this last season was one of the stronger ones um but i mean even up until like season 12 it's just still got some really really good stuff going on um flipadelphia is one of my favorite episodes <laughs> flip flip, flip, flip uh, my favorite of course <laughs> though is the one that got me to watch always sunny and it's where i got my nickname it's the nightman cometh <laughs> Damn, man. Uh, gotta pay the troll gotta toll. Pay the troll toll. The troll toll. <laughs> Are you saying this... boy soul? Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. There's <laughs> <laughs> just um, so many random good jokes thrown in there, like the, the Manhunter episode where Frank confuses his life with the plot of the movie Rambo. <laughs> oh, my God. Frank, Frank really is the best. Like, when he crawls out of the couch... Just oh. butt naked. When he's like <laughs> crawling on the floor, just covered in like sunscreen and shit. Um, when he's tripping so, acid. When he gets um he gets stuck in that like playground um in thing the and they <laughs> can figure out how he got there. And then the Who pooped the bed is just oh, an all timer. <sighs> because poop, poop is funny. Yeah. Poop is funny. <laughs> oh it's Rum like, Ham. Like how Run from Ham <laughs> Welfare. Yeah, that's that's also inconclusive. Oh God, um, <laughs> it's it's too good. What Dre? What what's your favorite thing about Always Sunny? Just oh, what yeah. makes you keep going back to it? Well, I honestly I haven't watched it in a few years. I watched like in the beginning a lot, like you know, the, a lot of the classic episodes. And I I've been I need to go back, but now I feel like it's it's a it's a high mountain to climb. <laughs> but there's so much good but it's just it's the ensemble it's like they're just i can't none of them are are good people and so but it's still i just i want to see what they what they do and what they get into and their comeuppance you know they always it's just it's so good um the mcpoyle brothers always just disgusted me but i drinking milk Jim and like uh, like how Jimmy Simpson can be like well he's an actor that's how he could be this but like he's a McPoyle he's Mary in Psych and then he's on Westworld yeah. like getting nominated for awards you know I'm like good for you but you know yeah, what he's heart, great at heart he's a McPoyle <laughs> like I think that's his true self um, but yeah so it's just I need to revisit that well <laughs> I, I I've always and and of course like the music the the opening credit music is just so. Uh, oh yeah uh, before i forget i i love the running joke and i apologize i don't know who the actor is i don't recognize him but he's a black man and and he'll just show up in random episodes like the one where they try out for the eagles and they 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 said he's donovan McNabb. he's clearly not (laughs) yeah uh There's a later episode where where Dee said that that she slept with Tiger Woods, and then um, they they come out, and it's the same guy who's again <laughs> clearly not Tiger Woods. Good God! Um, also, can't forget about cricket. Cricket, oh, cricket, 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 cricket. The story of cricket, his whole life was just like, wow, that's where he he, he came from. That that's something. Um, Austin, 
I just it's I I just love this show. Um, I'm kind of sad I didn't get it, but I don't think I would have been able to. I didn't want to get it yet, so I'm, I'm glad you got it, Ryan. Um, did y'all have it on y'all's board? Did, did you say you had it, Austin, or no? Oh yeah, it was fifth. Yeah, is your okay? So I wasn't going to make I, it. Honestly, I just didn't want to spite you because I thought you were going to pick it. So I was like, all right, I'll let Damon have that one. <laughs> well, well, thank you. Um, all right, so and then that you stabbed is... me in the back. Stabbed yeah, you in the no back mercy. by not getting it. You know? <laughs> um, Always Sunny, Curb Your Enthusiasm, The Good Place. That's a pretty good board, Ryan. You got one more pick. Uh, we're back to Austin. Arrested Development, 30 Rock. What's pick number three? Oh, God. All right. Uh, this one's kind of in the same vein as those two. Honestly, I thought it was going to be picked by now. So I was just like, no, nah, I'm not even going to. Um, but I'm going six seasons in a movie, Community. I'm just so glad it got picked. Yeah, I really thought that somebody would have picked it by now. Uh, and I just couldn't let it keep going. Uh, there was obviously a notable dip after Donald Glover left. Uh, but it was still, I would take the first four seasons over almost anything. Uh, just the, the running jokes they have, the different characters that they have that all are completely their own personality. Uh, all the, like the different bits they keep coming back to the Beetlejuice thing is just <laughs> genius. Uh, so yeah, that's my pick. I love Oscar winner Jim Rash as the Dean. The <laughs> it's Dean! one of my favorite. And I love, like, again, this, this show is so smart. Like, in, like, one of the first episodes where he sees, like, a Dalmatian furry on his computer, he's like, is this going to be a thing for me? <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> throughout, you know, it just gets worse. Like, <laughs> that's amazing. And there's just so much. I feel like it's one of the more unique shows that's ever happened. You know, and, like, it taught us all the the term meta. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I, you know, I love Troy and Abed. Like, all the characters are so great. Um, yeah, it's good pick. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Kyle. Um, hope you got to the medium place by now. Um, I he, He's the reason I really finally actually watched the show. You know, we had started the podcast and he just loved Troy and Abed. Yeah. And I, I finally I finally dug in. I'm sad I never watched it before because it's it's just my kind of humor. It's self-referential. It's super meta. It's referencing all kinds of pop culture. Like, I mean, that's Dan Harmon's specialty, of course. Yeah. But it's just, I eat that up, you know? Like, Abed is, I I get Abed so much. I love Abed. He, he's moved in one of my favorite characters ever. He's so great. I, the Christmas special where they're just trying to get him out of his head. It's like, nope, you know, we're, we're on this this quest, on this adventure. That's and... animated, though, so I can't have that one. That's the only <laughs> one I won't have. One doesn't count. You get community, everyone, but... Well, you don't, you don't get a couple. You don't get the uh, the one mm. where they fight for... Um, the money. The money, or the... Um, <laughs> the third, video game one. The video game one. Yeah. yeah. The inheritance. Yeah, that one's really good. Um, there's just so many great high concepts, and they just pull it off so well. The Dungeons & Dragons... The timeline episode, you know, mm -hmm. he tosses the die and we get like all the different timelines. Oh, this That's, is the darkest timelines. Yeah. I love that episode. The chicken tenders episode where it's a mafia. Uh, mm -hmm. satire. It's just 
they they do so much in their confines. Oh, of course, is a classic. And Lloyd's Pizza Reviews is one of my favorite, <laughs> like after bits, him and Starburns and Pop Pop, Pop Pop, Magnitude. <laughs> um, you know, and I, I I okay. So this is an um, this is a hot take and unpopular opinion. I don't mind the gas leak season. I I honestly like the gas leak season more than season five. Oh. Um, season six is fine, but like it, it's those first four seasons are just next level, so strong. I find myself rewatching episodes for mainly the first three. Like I'd say, mm-hmm. you cut it to the first three, like it'd be hard to beat those first three seasons from any other sitcom. I'm kind of sad I didn't get it. It's just I've only started watching it in the last couple years. So I, I feel like I need to do a couple, like, two more rewatches before I can be like, okay, that's that's my show. But I love it. Like, Troy and Abed in the morning is fantastic. Every – Britta's the worst. <laughs> Jeff Winger it's, it's such a softie, and he hates it. He hates that he's a softie. He hides – tries to hide it some Epidemiology – one of the best Halloween episodes ever right there. It's just, I, I, I adore the show. I'm so glad you, you went with it. Um, they're making Ryan, a movie. Six seasons. They are making possibly, it's, it's in the works. Whether it actually happens, I don't know. Hopefully, so. hopefully Donald Glover will actually do it. You know, that's the really the one I'm worried about actually not doing it. Yeah. So, we'll see. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Six seasons in a movie. Ryan, did you watch the six seasons? Uh, not all of them. Um, again, this is uh, a show that I haven't seen a ton of, but um, what I have, I, I really liked, and um, it, I'm not surprised at all that this got picked. Um, I think it's really good. And obviously, like you said, Donald Glover is just fantastic. Um, and yeah, so it's a really, really good show. It is. It's just really fun. Um, I definitely recommend giving it you know trying to watch them all because i think even in season six there's a couple really good episodes that you can find um dang i don't think i was gonna go community but i'm sad that i didn't get to draft it so <laughs> darn um but that means we're back around to me i have to make the, the tough decision because i have two picks and i have three shows i want to draft so we're going to go with the one that I know for sure I need to draft. I was really scared that a Dre was going to get it. Then I was really scared Ryan was going to get it, but y'all didn't. So I got to get it. I, this is, I'm like, I know what's coming. Go on. Okay. This is my, this like, this is one of my favorite comfort shows. Like I've watched this in the time that I began it. I've watched this probably more than any other show I've watched other than maybe Bob's Burgers. And it's just, it's so comforting. I love the ensemble. This is my favorite ensemble right here. Okay. Just from number one to number seven. It's one of my favorite characters ever. One of my favorite relationships. All the jokes. It's just, it's nine, nine, Brooklyn, nine, nine. Uh, yes. A cab, all cap cops are bad, but I can still love this show. <laughs> okay. Y'all, everyone loves their law and order, but as soon as you mention Brooklyn Nine-Nine's like, hey, ACAP, okay. <laughs> what about the hundred other crime shows, okay? Hey, this is a safe space. None of us said it. 
<laughs> but no, um, just thinking it, it's it. fair. But I just love Jay Peralta and just his Ninja Turtle loving self and how much of a nerd he is. And he finally gets himself a father figure and Captain Raymond Holt, who is my father. I love you. I love you, Raymond. He's the best. And he changed. He changed for the better. Found himself Amy, who is like so competitive and just wants affection and approval of her own, her other father, you know, Raymond, of course. You got, you know, got Terry, who loves to uh, speak in third person. Charles Boyle, who I very much (laughs) admire. I find myself very much like Charles Boyle. He loves to cook. He loves, you know, music. He loves. He just loves people. He loves Jake a little bit too much sometimes, and to be honest, a little creepy there. But uh, you be kayak other buckets, as as he said once. <laughs> it's just so fun. Okay, Rosa is so great. You go from her being just this complete badass you don't know anything about and you just learn more and more and she still is a badass okay and when she gets the dog it's like i've only had this dog for a day and i would kill anyone who would hurt him it's just it has one of my favorite like ongoing plots it's the halloween heist those yeah. episodes i've watched over and over and over again currently I, I think i think i have the fourth one as my favorite one i'm i want to say I think that's the one where Gino wins, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let me look real quick. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really great one. Just G- I mean, Gina, <laughs> the human form of the 100 emoji, just, she's so great. Everything about her, she's like, she just doesn't care. She will say anything she wants. Um, I love her relationship with the uh, Holt. And I mean, Holt, mm-hmm. but, like, the, the growth of Holt, just how serious of a person he is at the very beginning, like, to the T, and as you see, slowly, slowly they start cracking away, and and by the time the second high strolls around, he's he's all he is a part of them. Okay, he's just as absurd and wild as they are. He, and he's like, "I'm Velvet Thunder." It's just like one of the best. <laughs> and of course, my one of my favorite moments of all time is when freaking Rosa tells him, "Yeah, you know." You and your husband just need a bone. Bone? <laughs> just physical comedy and just the action. Just when he's gripping both sides of the door frame. Bone. It's just. His insults about lunch are just oh, my absolute favorite. Pause. It's, it's iconic. Lunchtime. <laughs> it's lunchtime. Boom. Oh. Is when they're guessing why Amy is late. And he he gets it right because she's the bank and the hot damn <laughs> was improvised by Andre Brower and I love it. I love Andre. He's so good. Bing pot, all the lines that he gives, and I mean the scene where him and Terry are in the freaking uh, elevator and they practice the dance. Yes, it's it's just so good. I I love everything about this show. I could talk about it way too much, so I, I'll I'll stop. Um, Austin. Your views and thoughts on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, it was one. I didn't really watch when it was on just because, I don't know, I went through like five years of just being like, I don't know, I don't really like new things anymore. <laughs> uh, and then I, people, a couple people told me, I think it was actually probably when I joined uh, the group that we're all part of and people kept talking about it. I was like, all right, fine. So I watched it all in like a couple months. Uh, and favorite things about sitcoms in general are cold opens and Brooklyn Nine-Nines are up there with 
the best of them. And the best one of them all. Tell me why. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot why we were here. <laughs> that's him. They're that's so what killed good. my brother. <laughs> uh, oh, the cold opens really are some of the best. Um, who's your favorite character, Austin? Oh boy, probably Holt. The two guys who suck at the job, but used to be super hot. Elliot Hitchcock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're the best. They they had some great great stuff. Like when they're one of the cold opens is like, okay, the bet who's going to drink who's going to kill the fish first? Oh, he's already he already drank it. He already drank it. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> That's <funny>. It's so good. Yeah, um, they are like what the Parks and Rec crowd treats Jerry like. Yes. Yes. Pretty much. Um, any any thoughts about it, Ryan? Yeah, it's it's a great show. Uh, great pick. This one was high on my list. Um, I just I love Gina. She's one of my favorite uh, sitcom characters of all time. She's she's just tremendous. Um, I I love the rivalry with uh, Jake and uh, Doug Judy. Um, oh. I think those are funny <laughs> those... bandit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just uh, like you said, Damon. It's a great ensemble um, from Amy to to Rosa to to Jake and and Charles um, and Catherine Holt. It's just you can't go wrong with uh, with the show. And yeah, it's uh, it's another another good one. It, it's great. I mean, Kevin Cheddar, Cheddar is just fantastic. I love Cheddar. Um, another Jason Manzoukas sighting, Pimento. Pimento. I love Pimento. Pimento. It's like it's like the Finding Dory disease. <laughs> they um, wrote that episode just based on the phrase "Pimentos, Mementos," and that's it. I love that. And honestly, one of the weirdest things ever is that episode. He has the toilet paper. He's like, yeah. remember to buy toilet paper. I don't remember why. And then, like, a year, literally, the, the next year, COVID happened. And we're like, yeah. wow. Yeah. He knew. He knew. Um, Dre, just what's what's one of your favorite things about the show? Just, like, Ugh. why do you love it so much? There's so many things. But I think it's the cast. It's the heart. Raymond Holtz, I think, truly is one of the best characters in, like, television. You know, not just comedy. Just in, He's just one of my favorites. Um, and I think, like, overall in the show as well, you have this. They're Brook in Brooklyn. You have a cast that I think kind of reflects Brooklyn. Like, it Matt, like think of another cast that has like two Hispanic women leads. You've got Rosa Diaz and Amy Santiago, right? Like that doesn't happen. Like it's you know in television, um, you've you've got Raymond Holt and you got Terry Crews. Like it's just like it's not a thing that like, happens. So I think they did a good job in reflecting, you know, trying to reflect the community that they're in. Um, and it's just also hilarious. <laughs> like, just, I love it, and I quote it all the time. Like, who doesn't say, you know, noise <laughs> or cool, 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 At least once a day, I say cool, 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 cool. At least, at least once. I, I have to. It's, it's I'm broken. Thank you, Brooklyn. And honestly, I think Joe. I know Joe is from New York. Is Andy from New York? Andy Sandberg's from Berkeley. Okay, so no, but I mean, 
very, very Brooklyn type kind of cast, and just so many great callbacks, so many great gags. The the uh, Jimmy Jams are, are oh. great, and uh, while the last season I thought wasn't the best, it wasn't terrible. Season seven I thought was one of the best seasons they had. I thought it was just firing on all cylinders. Uh, Jake and Amy having the baby and everything, yeah, really great stuff. So, um, watch Brooklyn Nine Nine if you haven't, please. Um, all right, so are y'all ready for my last pick then? Ready. Before we do that, another quick break. And we're back with the last round of the sitcoms draft here on Planet Fantasy. Four more picks and a lot left on the board. So many will not be drafted. It's going to be very sad. Um, for myself, I only have one pick left, y'all. Um, just to recap, I have Scrubs, New Girl, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And now I'm going to finally go with my Homer pick, my very favorite show. This was my, my show growing up, okay? It's just, it was everything I loved. Um, I related so hardcore to the main character and the family, just what they went through. And just, I love it even more on all the rewatches. I mean, I've watched this show so many times. I was re- I was watching it earlier today. Um, I just recently started the podcast that they just recently started uh, following the show episode by episode with some of the actors. Uh, definitely recommend it. Uh, I am talking about the Michael Jacobs created 90s show, Boy Meets World. Um, I just, I, I love this show. I really do. Everything from Feeney to Corey Matthews, to Sean Hunter, to Mr. Turner, to Jack and Rachel. I mean, Alan and Amy, I think, are are one of the best parenting couples ever in TV. I just love them so much. Um, It it was funny because, like, Feeney is is just, it's, it's Feeney for one, you know. William Daniels is iconic, and doing this role, it's just absurd but like he killed it and he is mr feeney um i just i love him i love him so much and everything about it it is funny because he you know he followed them he was only supposed to be their teacher for one year and he's like oh yeah you know he's gonna go to, uh, to high school with y'all too oh hey guess what i'm a, I'm a college <laughs> teacher now. shocker um i find that funny because uh i one of my favorite teachers in in elementary actually I had them for two years in a row. They they actually like I had them in fifth grade and then they moved up to sixth grade and I got them twice. Like my that's my Mr. Feeney. Um, but no, it's just it's such a funny, silly show, but it really does for the most part handle a lot of situations very well. Um, I I have to mention it of course because um, I got to mention for my guy Kyle. Uh, Corey is not a very good person. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the one that you said remind you of you? Very much as a kid. Like, kid Corey? Very much so. Very much a smart aleck, making jokes all the time. Just really into sports and stuff. I was not that into detention all the time. I, <laughs> I was a very good student. But just like his demeanor and his personality. He was a lot of fun, you know, just always cracking jokes. And then, of course, as Corey got older, he he became a little bit more, more Corey. You know, the Corey we know. I still see Corey as 
a, a decent person, just made a lot of mistakes, and he was a teenager. But there was definitely some some things that definitely were very glaring, um, as far as like the relationship he had with with Topanga. At some moments, not all of it holds up, and I mean, it is a '90s kids show, so I I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be surprised if all of it did hold up, but a lot of it really does. Okay, I mean, one of the best episodes is of course you know the episode with Mr. Turner. And when Sean finds that new fam, like those new people that's taking care of him, you know, the cult-like following and, and he gets into that and Mr. Turner ends up with the bike accident. And it's just really great stuff mixed in with some just really funny, really fun jokes. I mean, the Halloween episode, all-timer. Um, that's know, the only one I remember and it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> it was so good. The screen mask and everything, the the pencil they killed Kenny, just everything about it. Jennifer Love Hewitt <laughs> in it randomly. Um, I could watch the show over and over again. I, I love when they're young. I love the high school episodes with Angela and Sean's relationship. The whole Corey cheating on Topanga storyline was definitely like one of uh, my first experiences watching a show with a, like, with a cheating storyline. So, you know, that was my introduction to to, st- to adultery and um it's just a fun show i just really love it and i just have a really personal connection to it more than anything it's not the best show by any means but uh i could watch it over and over again i, I really could probably watch it every day so had to go boy meets world um austin what do you think the, you're, the only episode you can remember is the screen screen episode I, I know i watched it as a kid when it was on um but Corey just bugged me too much, and it was probably because we were similar. Uh, because I was a smart ass that was in detention all the time, but uh, couldn't land a Topanga, so it was probably double frustrating for me. Uh, but yeah, no, I I know I loved Feeny, but the only thing I remember is him falling over with the scissors in his back, and I was just like, nope, nope, can't do it. Oh, they killed Feeny. That's right. That was that was great. Um, Ryan. Are you, are you a fan of Boy Meets World? I am. Um, yeah, this was a show that I, I really enjoyed um, growing up. Um, I It was weird. Like, I think I caught on when they were in either in high school or, like, just first going into college. Like, I didn't see the early episodes of first. So it's like I kind of came from the middle and then watched to the end and then went back and watched the beginning. Um, but, yeah, it was, a, it was a show I really enjoyed. Um I'm not a big Corey guy. Um, like you said, Damon, he, he definitely has his moments um, and uh, you know, he has some redeeming qualities. But yeah, um, I did enjoy the uh, the episode where the, the college professor like harassed Topanga. And it's just like, I'm just like, wow, this guy's basically like Corey Stoppelgager. Are we like even douchier? <laughs> um, that episode is really crazy now with everything yeah. happening in real life. Yeah, no, no doubt. Um, and then, what was I going to say? Um, oh, yeah, um, Sean and Angela, uh, like you said, they did have a great relationship. Um, it was also the first, like, interracial relationship that I remember seeing on TV. Um, and so I, I thought that was really great uh, for representation and, and just to, like, see that actually play out in a, in a popular, like, live-action show. So I wanted to, to shout that out. Yeah, I believe that was the first one I saw, if, if I'm remembering right. I mean, Boy Meets World just really introduced me to a lot of 
a lot of concepts and, and things in real life that I saw for the first time. So, and I'm not that messed up of a person. So, you know, <laughs> take that for what you, for what you will. Um, Dre, do you like Boy Meets Real? Have you watched it in a while? I do. I have not watched it since I was like since it originally aired. So I and my memory is terrible. Um, but I just I you know I remember bits and pieces and like of course all the characters and Ryder Strong or um, Sean was probably one of my first like crushes you know on television because I think it started I was like nine or ten when it started I was you know I was a kid. Um, but yeah, I just I remember it very fondly and Mr. Feeney and like it was part of like the TGI, you know, TGIF lineup and it was uh yeah, I and it's one of those it has like hung on. Like people still Corey Topanga, like you know, and it's been how many years since it's been on? <laughs> um so I think yeah, it's a great pick and I you know, Mr. Uh, Mr. Feeney I just remember him saying goodbye, and it just still brings tears to my eyes. Yeah, it's a good pick. Class dismissed. Class never, dismissed. never been sadder than when he's class dismissed. Just oh, yeah. some good stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know if that'll win me the draft or sink my draft, but I'm okay with that. Um, I just I had to stay true to myself. I had to have that on my board. It wouldn't be my board without it. So that's my four, and that means we're back to Austin for his final pick. Arrested Development, 30 Rock, Community, and... Uh, real quick, Damon, I just want to throw one last thing in there about Boy Meets World. Um, you mentioned okay. how he, he followed them uh, to college. And I remember um, back when I was in school, I, I was um, exploring possibly being a teacher. And so I, I asked one of my professors, like, hey, like, um, you know, how do you get hired on as a college professor? And they're just basically like, oh, like, you, you essentially have to get published in, like, some some um, work in your field so i like to imagine just like mr feeding going out and just writing some sort of like academic work over the summer to make sure he's able to get hired before like everyone goes off to college <laughs> i like that um my head canon is that he was always like qualified to be a professor he just chose to, to teach for some some random reason like middle school and high school um just for fun you know but i, I, I like yours too yeah. um Feeney's the best. The Feeney call is, is the best. Um, all right. Austin, enough, enough stalling. What's yeah. the last pick? Um, all right. This one also might seem a little out of left field, especially if you haven't seen it. Um, I don't know if it gets uh, a, lot, a lot of run these days, uh, but it was one of my favorites when it was on. And then I didn't watch it for almost a decade. Uh, and then I rewatched it a couple of years ago because every season was on Netflix and it blew my mind how well it holds up and just how unbelievably funny it is. Um, it also introduced the world to Brian Cranston, which we owe a tremendous debt to. Um, so I'm going with Malcolm in the Middle. I think uh, it, it was... Uh, very strange at the time for a show without a laugh track to succeed it seemed like every single sitcom was like laugh track based and was like the my life in four cameras episode of scrubs where it was like everything is well lit and everybody's perfect and then here comes this like incredibly dysfunctional family and parents who are maybe trying their best but also it was uh rough but yeah oh it's 
one of my favorites still holds up hal i think is just one of the absolute best characters to ever be on tv and it's also refreshing to see like a a couple where um sex helps their relationship a lot and plays an important role in their relationship uh the episode where it's like they're home is getting tended so they have to stay in a trailer and then they're just getting mad at each other but don't know why and they're like oh my god we haven't had sex in two days <laughs> excellent so good oh man i love frankie munez okay like his run with this and all his like movies that he had made just he was he's great um i follow him now on everything he's he's, he's great um malcolm this was so fun just like like you said, they're dysfunctional, and it really makes the show. They they all have their quirks. Just you know, the mom's just always on their case, and it's just kind of always in disarray. But you know, she makes it. I love the relationship between the brothers. I mean, and really like Frankie's character, Malcolm is just kind of an he's kind of an asshole too. You know, he's kind of like a mm-hmm. mischievous. He, he you know tries to he lies when he needs to, just does whatever he can. But it's just. It's a fun show. I really like the storylines. Dewey. I love Dewey. Dewey. Yeah. Oh, Dewey. <laughs> Just getting into the most random shit. Okay. Um, and Brian Cranston's just on one. Like, really. I, I love Brian Cranston. I, I would love to see him in more comedies. He's just, he has the, the loudness, the, the enthusiasm, and then, like, when he can, the physical comedy along with it, it's just really good. Um, I started rewatching it a while back, but I, I stopped around season two or three. I want to, I want to get to the later seasons. Cause I don't remember those, those nearly as well. So, um, my, mainly my memories of the, the early seasons, but those are really fun. So, uh, it's, what's to me, it, you, it gets a little bad when like Francis goes to Alaska. That was never my favorite, like plot line. And then when he goes to the farm, I thought it kind of, his plot went a little downhill, but everybody else remained strong. Gotcha, gotcha. Ryan, did you watch Malcolm in the Middle? A little bit, uh, not much. Um, it was definitely a show I was aware of when I was growing up. Um, I just never really got into it. Um, but the, the few episodes I have seen, I, I enjoyed. Um, and I can definitely see how it would be a, a nostalgic favorite. Dre, um, who's your favorite character in Malcolm in the Middle? Do you remember oh, watching this song? It's probably Hal. It's Hal or Dewey. I don't know. But I, I remember I watched it while it aired. And I actually have two personal anecdotes. One, um, there's an episode where Reese is, I think, trying to become a cheerleader. And so, mm-hmm. like, there's, like, cheerleaders. That is my high school cheerleading squad. They filmed at my high school. It's my senior year. Um, so, you know, the they were all there. You know, we were, like, very excited. Um and then two, this is very random. And I lived, so I moved to Arizona for grad school. And we were at dinner for my friend's bachelorette party. We're at this like fancy like sushi, samba, fusion place. You know, we're sitting there, a big group of like, there's like 15 of us. And we're figuring out the bill and doing all this, adding money. We're at grad school. Um, so no one had money. But we're like, you know, figuring it out. And then the waitress comes up. She's like, it was taken care of. Like, what? What do you mean? You know, it's an expensive bill, 15 people. And we look over. And my the <laughs> Frankie Muniz was there, and he had 
ran into the bride like right before the bill was due. Like they just chatted like in like line like in the hallway or something, you know. And he's like, because she was wearing a veil, and like chatted earlier. And, you know, she told us about it, and then he took care of our bill for us, <laughs> just like out of nowhere. So he is also a very kind and generous person. So I feel very warm heartedly. We call it the Frankie Beauty scheme, and. <laughs> <laughs> This is awesome. like 2008, so it's you know, still riding the Malcolm in the Middle high. I think <laughs> that that is awesome. Frankie's yeah. great. I mean, have you heard about like the whole like he doesn't really remember filming any of Malcolm or anything because mm-hmm. of like his his car accidents and stuff? That's just yeah. wild. Um, he's doing great now. I mean, he's married. I think they have like some sort of like uh, honey or wine business or something. Um, he's a good follow. Good for him. Uh, I was not expecting Malcolm in the Middle to get drafted, but I'm really glad it did. I think it's one of the more underrated TV shows of the 2000s, so it, it deserves more love. It really does. Um, all right, Austin, that finishes your board up. That means we got two more boards to finish. Ryan, we're back to you. Start with the good place. Curb your enthusiasm, and then you got it's always sunny. In Philadelphia, really strong. What's going to be that last pick? Yeah, so um, like I said, it's, it's tough narrowing these down, um, but I, I'm going to sort of continue the theme of going off the board for this one. Um, and I, I did already take It's Always Sunny, so um, I'm going with another FX property, uh, The League. Um, it was one when uh, I heard about it, and I'm just like, a show about the Fantasy Football League, like, that doesn't sound like it would be good at all. Um, but then I watched, and it's just so funny. And it's like, the first, it, I remember it was the first time that I've seen uh, Nick Kroll and uh, Jason Manzukis. And um, it's just so many funny things. Like, when they, they steal the, the mascot costume, and then when oh, uh, they run into uh, Antonio Gates at the like spa mm-hmm. resort thing, <laughs> um, Antonio and... Gates, you fucked me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, what was I gonna say? Uh, sorry, I'm blanking. But um, yeah, it's just uh, it's just a, a tremendous show. Um, shout out to Jeannie uh, Gavankar um, as, as Shiva. Um, she's just so great on the show. Um, and then uh, Seth Rogen's <laughs> as Dirty Randy uh, is, uh, is tremendous as well. So, yeah. Oh. Don't they name Seth Rogen? Batman Chalupa? Is, am I making that up or is that real? Is that yeah, a that's it. Yeah. yeah, that's real. <laughs> Taco? Taco is Taco. the best, y'all. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Taco is yeah. Taco. The password is Taco. He's just, he never knows what's happening. I love when he, like, got sober. <laughs> and they're like, we need to get him high again, okay? <laughs> we can't do this anymore. Um, Ruxpin, I just, this, I'm so glad you picked this. I actually finally yeah. finished it for the first time this year. I never, like, watched it, like, watched the last season. I'd watch the first couple, like, over and over again. Like, the T.O. cameo and everything. It's just, it's some great stuff. Oh, the Jay Cutler baby episode is <laughs> is really good. Uh, this was also where I first saw Nick Kroll and Jason Manzukis, and um, Jason Manzukis just like he plays a terrible person so well. He yeah. just plays like yeah, a thick, asshole, like, better Let's than go anyone. Get the same chick pregnant. Person. 
<laughs> he's like, yeah, I'll marry my my sister if I have to. It'll be okay. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I'm the designated what? driver. You designated me to drive. It doesn't mean I can't drink. <laughs> I'll just take a crap and a mint. <laughs> um, I think this show, more than anything, encompasses what it means when they say boys will be boys. This is just <laughs> men being men, just crass, just rude, and just like trolling each other because it's funny. Um, and they love each other, and just they never they never show it in healthy ways. Yeah. Unfortunately, well, it, they're not healthy people. <laughs> it, it is, but also like Jenny's right there with him, like through yeah. all of it, and, yeah. and that was the part that I, I really loved in the show too. She was one of the best drafters of all out of all of them. Easily, <laughs> yeah. she, she routinely beat them very badly in, in fantasy. Um, so yeah, it's just I don't think it could ever be replicated that that concept in the delivery. So. Um, Dre, your thoughts on the league? I watched the first few seasons. I don't know if I ever finished it, but I just, you know, like I said, flashes of things. I love the characters. Taco, like you said, is one of the funniest. It cracks me up. Um, and I think, again, it's one of those things, so many things, like, I've gotten into our lexicon. I'm I'm not a fantasy football person by any means, but um, I always, and again, same with you guys. Like, first introduction to Nick Kroll and Jason Mezikas. <laughs> Rafi, right? Was the character his name? Yeah. Oh my god, so wild. Um, yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even cross. But when you said the league, I was like, of course, that's, that's an all-time one. Yeah. Yeah, and Andre is just the absolute best when he Andre. starts running his own league and he's like the king of it, and then he quits it to be with the people who treat him like shit. Oh, Andre. he's he's the guy. That- no one wants to be friends with, but they're all friends with them anyways. Yeah. They, they just can't not have them. Um, it's that that's a good watch. It really is. I'm really glad you went with the league. Um, it's, it's always a good time. That's where I first so, heard Eskimo Bros. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think I think so. Um, Tacos just what Tacos? Taco. Oh, maybe we're Eskimo Bros. Have Have you had sex with your sister? <laughs> <laughs> Or, or no, when he had his truck, his food truck, that was so <laughs> badly ran. Oh man. Um, all right, that that concludes Ryan's board, and that means we have but one last pick. Dre, back uh, to you. We started with you. We're gonna end with you. All yeah, right. Friend, Parks and Rec, and Veep. Yeah. That last. Okay. I'm going to tell you what I didn't pick. These are the last, my last choices. I, I and this has been different, like, the, I've been going back and forth, but I, okay. I did not pick Sex in the City. Um, this, these, but they're very high on my list. Golden Girls, also up there. And Broad City, which we have mentioned many times, mm-hmm. up there. This is, I think, kind of like the mother of them all. And the reason why we have a lot of these female-led sitcoms. I'm going to go with I Love Lucy. Yes. Yeah. It is one of the, ah! <laughs> one of the all time, like when you think of a sitcom, you think of I Love Lucy. Lucille Ball, one of the classic comedic actresses, groundbreaking. I recently read like a factoid, like she's the reason we have Star Trek, like because of the production company. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just, I Love Lucy. Everyone knows it. Everyone's seen at least one episode, I'm assuming. <laughs> but just classic sitcom capers. 
in a living room with just really funny people. And yeah, like I said, I Love Lucy paved the way for all of the Mary Tyler Moores, for the the Broad City, the gold, like all of it. Like we have Veep because of I Love Lucy. So she's my number four. Hell yes, the OG. Nick at Night, where where you yeah. at? I'm a yep. Nick at Night, night yeah. kid. This was on every night. I watched who knows how many, probably most of the same episodes over and over and over again. <laughs> the whole I episode, it's just... Ethel, I loved Ethel. I, I loved I loved Ricky Ricardo. What a yeah. great name. One yeah. of the best names there. Ricky Ricardo. Um, <laughs> just a classic. It was so funny. It really was. Um, so you added that on your list, uh, Austin? Yeah, that was my that was my if if I didn't get any of the four I picked, that was my next one. Nice. Hell yeah. What are your thoughts on I Love Lucy? Why do you like it so much? Um I think my favorite form of comedy, or at least the one I like performing the most, is physical comedy. And I don't think anybody was ever better at it. It was like there were a lot of episodes where it was like there just weren't really jokes. It was just her doing her thing. Uh like when she takes all the insides out of the TV and is performing from inside it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, she was just a genius. Or hiding cheese she- in the instruments to like pull <laughs> it home, like pulling it out of like the tuba. Oh god just so much escapades just like so much stuff going wrong just anything that could go wrong would go wrong yeah um ryan do you love lucy i do um it it was on my list although i don't think i was gonna pick it just because i i don't remember all that much about it um i haven't watched lately but um from what i remember i do remember liking it and obviously like you know lucio ball is a legend um and, and yeah, definitely a shout out to Nick at Night. I, I, I loved the transition from like, I don't know, Rugrats or, or Doug or whatever 90 show was on at like 830. And then once you got to nine o'clock, it was like, uh, I love Lucy and Happy Days coming on. <gasps> so good. Yeah. So yeah, it, um, I'm, I, I'm glad that it got picked. It definitely makes sense to have this on here. And uh, yeah, it's uh a good, uh, good one to to end the draft with. I think we couldn't end the draft on a better pick. Um, and that concludes the sitcoms draft. That's sixteen sitcoms. Who will win? I I don't know. Um, I won't mind to win. I'll I'll tell can you I, that. Can I say it's a little crazy that Seinfeld, The Office, Seinfeld or the yeah. Office. I was hoping The Office didn't get picked. I'm very happy that y'all didn't pick The Office. That's definitely the one I've seen the most. It just was, I don't, you know, everybody knows it except Damon. So I just didn't think it made great podcasting. I I just don't like it. Did we want to do honorable mentions? Yeah, I feel like we have to. Um, I'll I'll go first because I don't think my list is nearly as long as y'all's. I got my my first four. I got all four that I wanted. Uh, My fifth pick was How I Met Your Mother. I, I love How I Met Your Mother. I Even with an ending like that, I, I still think it's such a strong show. Um, Community was my number six. Then I had Psych. Psych is so I, good. I, I was shocked you didn't pick Psych. What? Would you I consider I it a sitcom? I would, but I mean, that, that'd be one where I would be okay if y'all didn't. It would. It, it's one that I feel like definitely is on the line. 
Yeah. Well, a few hour-long sitcoms. Yeah, that's true. But I agree. Yeah, I, I had it on my list, too. I love Psych. Love Psych. Psych. I mean, Gus, Gus and Sean are just... Yeah. Seeing something. Um, <laughs> Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That's the one I thought you were going to pick when you said it was more of a kid's show. Fresh Prince. I really do. Like... I don't think anyone understands how big of a Will Smith fan I was in, as a kid. I, I don't know if I said this on here before. I've told other people. My very first album I ever bought was Willennium. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Wow. Wow. So, uh, yeah. Um, love me, love me some, some Will Smith. Um, and then that 70s show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then Good Place. And then Superstore. Yep. Oh. I had Gotta Superstore love, on my list too. Love Superstore, so that was that was my main list. Um, all right, Ryan, what what are some of yours? Yeah, so the one that just missed out, and I was really bummed about, was um, Blackish. Uh, I, I really wanted to fit that one in there, um, but it just uh, didn't work out this time. Um, yeah, How I Met Your Mother. Obviously, you, Damon, us, and Kyle talked about it a lot. Um, I, I, I did consider Seinfeld. Um, just didn't didn't quite make it. Um, one that I am also really bummed about is, uh, Two Broke Girls. Um, I love that show. Uh, our, our, our girl Kat Dennings, um, and Beth Bears, I think. Um, yeah, just so funny. Um, I did consider, uh, quite a few 90s shows, uh, since I'm, I'm a 90s kid. Um, obviously Full House and Family Matters were there, um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch was the one I was really bummed. I'm like, uh, I wish we could have expanded to like maybe five or six because I, I think that definitely would have made it. Um, talking about Julia Louis Dreyfus, there's a super random like mid 2000s uh, show called The New Adventures of Old Christine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with her and Clark Gregg, which is just yeah. like a super random pairing, but it, it works really well, and she's she's just so funny. Um, I thought about Mom. Uh, I really liked that one. Um, oh, God, I just totally blanked. Um, Alice and Janney and um, what's her mm. name? Used to be married to Chris Pratt. Uh, Anna Ferris Trophy? Yes, this. yeah, yeah. No, Mom? Mom. Yeah, Mom, yeah. Yeah, Anna Ferris and, and Alice and Janney are really a great team. Um, yeah, I thought about Gilmore Girls. I don't know if that would qualify. I feel like it's probably more like a dramedy. Um, yeah. But- yeah, it's still uh, it's still a good one. And then one that I just like added to my list in the middle of the pod. Um, I don't remember who, but somebody mentioned Rashida Jones, um, and she had like a super random show on Angie TBS. Tribeca. Angie Tribeca. Yeah, it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> that show is so funny. I, <laughs> yeah, it's absurd. I love that show. Amazing. Um, you got any others? Uh, no, that was that was it for me. Okay. Um, okay, let, let's go to Dre. Oh, God. Okay. I'm going to try not to read all of them. You covered a bunch, and I told you my, like, Sex and City, Golden Girls, Broad City um, were up there as alternates. Uh, it's one of those, I don't know if a lot of people watch it, but I know I and every, I know everyone who does love it, and, like, the last episode was amazing, is What We Do in the Shadows is one of my favorite current television shows, like, period. Um, this season is amazing. Season four amazing. is so good. Amazing. <laughs> um, I had oh, other Mindy Project, Shit's Creek. Yes. Up there. Yeah, um, yeah. It's not like a favorite show, but it is like one of the classics that comes to do really well. Modern Family, Big Bang Theory. Not my favorite, but they're up there. 
Um, happy endings. We've kind of like mm-hmm. played around with a lot, but it, I think it's such a great show. Um, I don't think it got like the, the d- attention it deserved, um, but it's still really great. Will and Grace, classic. Uh, Saved by the Bell. <laughs> And then I have like a lot of old school ones, uh, like some 90s, like Step by Step, Sister, Sister, Full House, and then like very old school, but they're, I wouldn't say they're my favorite. Oh, Married with Children, classic sitcom. Great one. Ran yeah, forever. That, that's tremendous. Um, you know, Bewitched, I Dream of Jeannie, those kinds I, I love, but I wouldn't say like are my favorite. I'm actually very happy with my top four, except that I'm missing 30 Rock, but you know. Um, <laughs> not salty. I'm not salty at all about that. No. <laughs> not, not a little bit at all. Um, yeah. <laughs> so so many sitcoms. Okay, uh, Austin, don't name all 128. Or- <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I'll go quick. I wanted to find a way to get Insecure and I Love Lucy into my into my tops, uh, but just couldn't. Uh, so good. That 70s show is among my most rewatched. Broad City, Workaholics, Party Down. Uh, if anybody's seen Peep Show, mm. phenomenal British show. It's like seven or eight seasons. Uh, it's on Hulu, and it is one of the funniest shows you'll ever see. Um, Superstore, Abbott Elementary, great first season. Can't wait to see what they did next. It seems like they're going to keep yeah. getting extended. Uh, Catastrophe, if anybody's seen Catastrophe, it's Rob Delaney and Sharon Horgan. So good. Incredible show. So good. Just amazing show. I think it's on Prime. Uh, WKRP in Cincinnati is one of the best older shows, I think. It was in the, in the 70, mid-70s. Uh, Taxi with Andy Kaufman and young Danny DeVito. Also hilarious. Um, and then there are all the ones that like I grew up watching, like Third Rock from the Sun, the Drew Carey Show, Frasier. Um Happy Days. I used to love Happy Days. The Inbetweeners is another great British one. Nobody's oh, seen it. That's um, what the term bellend means. Yeah. <laughs> um, Letterkenny. I was kind of shocked that didn't get brought up at all. Uh, I love Letterkenny. Letterkenny is a great one. Um, I loved Modern Family. Um, but that's yeah. just because I aspire to be Phil. Um, and I also used to love the Steve Harvey show. I don't know why. I just I recently watched like 10 hours of Family Feud because I was, you know, if you're in a hotel, that's Game Show Network is all that is on. I was just like, man, I can't. He must have had some really good writers. <laughs> um, and the Waynes Brothers. Love that show. Love that show. I was such a good one. I like that. And I really like Martin. Martin. Uh, no. They're doing a reunion special. Right. OK, so here's two shows that I never hear anyone talk about. I recommend y'all all watch it, okay? The Mick. Mm. Very own D Reynolds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kills it. I love The Mick. It's just like D, but ratcheted up a little bit with kids. So good. And then The Detour. Four seasons oh, of yeah. that just get shit on for four what? seasons. What is it? The Detour. What's it about? a family that just gets shitted on for four seasons. Like they just like, they're trying to go somewhere, but they never get there. They just literally shit just keeps happening. They keep getting on another detour. They keep getting huh. delayed. They keep, like just stuff happens. It's just like Gilligan's Island. Really, really funny. Yeah. But with a family vibe, the fa- is hilarious. I, I highly recommend those two. 
That's um, isn't that the oh, one with Natalie Z and um, the guy that's married to Samantha P. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, cool. uh, yeah, that one's really good. Um, Hacks is it like floating around my mind. I wouldn't have put it because it's too new, but Hacks is great. Yeah, I was just watching uh, Designing Women, and I forgot that Jean Smart is just in like everything. Jean Smart, like she's just a plus. She's still great. Yeah, I, I did all my shows, but I, I do want to give a, a shout out to um, Jerry Stiller uh, in Seinfeld and uh, <laughs> King of Queens. Um, King of Queens. I, <laughs> I liken him in Seinfeld to like a baseball closer. Like he's not in every episode <laughs> and um, the episodes he's in, like he's not in like a ton of scene time. But every time he's on screen, he's throwing 100 miles an hour and just like <laughs> completely unhinged. And it's tremendous. Um. Any 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 others we want to throw out there before we get out of here? We can't name them all, unfortunately. There's so many. <laughs> Do you guys um, remember Small Wonder? Not a good show, but I just remember Vicky the Robot. No? Oh, it's because no. I'm the oldest. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, I mean, there's some really good ones. I mean, Good Times. I loved watching Good Times growing up. Um, the Jefferson. Yeah, anything that was on TV land. Sanford and Son. Any, anything yeah. on TV land. Um, so, okay. Was, I, when it was on, it was great. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna, all right, guys. I, I, think, I think the people have heard it in, enough. <laughs> Hopefully, you said your favorite one. If we did not shout out your favorite sitcom, we're sorry. There's just too many. And why is your favorite sitcom one we haven't talked about? We, we talked about all the good ones. Um <laughs> That that was a lot of fun, guys. I'm really glad we did this. I think we got some pretty good boards. Talked about some really good shows. Um, Austin, thank you so much for for joining us again. It's a pleasure having you. Thanks for having Trey. me. Yes, yes, Dre is great seeing you again. Hopefully, we can have you on another episode soon. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yep, Ryan. As always, thanks for for producing this one for us, bud. Yeah, always uh, always good times on the show. Sir. Um, and yeah, everyone, everyone listening, thank you so much for your time. Send us any comments or criticisms you have about the show, any ideas you have. If you have any good drafts, we're always down to listen. Um, we don't really know what we have coming up next. Um, I'm going to be on a little extended vacation. We might have some mini sods coming your way. Um, but keep tuned in. We'll, we'll let you know, uh, what's on, on the docket, but until then, this is what we do. <laughs>